Hey there, this is J.R. Herrera from the J.R. Herrera Band. You're listening to Texas Toast Podcast. Go ahead, put it on real tight. Hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. Here around the shoots, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Cheers, everyone. Welcome to Texas Toast Podcast with Miss Helen, along with someone whose music has been getting in my ear for quite a while, J.R. Herrera. Hello, J.R. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, it's wonderful having you. So how, I mean, things have really been going good for you. It seems like you just keep gaining momentum, but let's talk about kind of your background so the listeners can get to know you a little bit. So right. you're like from the, from Edinburgh, you grew up there. South Texas. Yep. Edinburgh. Yep. Yes. And you know, Matt Castillo has roots there too. Yeah. He's from there. You know, we, we went to different high schools, so we never really knew each other. I've, I've met him a few times, but being, I mean, it's not a huge town. It's crazy that we don't know each right. other well at all. <laughs> I just, there must've been something in the water. Y'all getting into the music and both of you do such <clears throat> a great job. So what was it like growing up there? Did, what was it like going to school? Did you participate in music there? I did. Yeah. I mean, I grew up kind of in the middle of nowhere and, um, my dad What's funny about the guitar thing is that my dad had an old guitar in, our, in one of our closets that he always meant to learn how to play. And he never did. Right. He's just never able to. And, uh, I remember messing it, went messing with it when I was a little guy. And then it wasn't until I was in high school when I started playing with the mariachi group there at the high school. Mm-hmm. And I taught myself how to play guitar. I was like, this is a perfect Avenue to do this. So oh my goodness. So mm-hmm. you're self-taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both singing and playing. Right. Obviously, well, your voice is just so powerful. There's just, I mean, like, oh my gosh, it is like, if it doesn't get people's attention, something's wrong with them. So <laughs> then um, you went on and this is so interesting. And thank you so much for teaching middle school science. <laughs> yeah, kind of, you know, yeah. in middle school, I mean, I have a daughter and son-in-law, both education. We have a lot of teachers in the family. And I've, okay. but when my kids were going to school, I was constantly volunteering and I was always in the schools. But that middle school, there is no filter on those mouths. Yeah, that's an interesting age. I mean, like I taught I taught sixth grade for two and a half years and then <laughs> seventh grade for one semester. And like the sixth, the, se- the seventh graders were the most interesting because you never knew if you were going to get the sixth grade side of them or the eighth grade side of them. They're like exactly, this weird. Exactly. <laughs> so one day they were little babies and then the next day they were like these grown up kids, you know, so that was an interesting age to teach. So after that, I, I was kind of like that last semester, I talked to my principal in the middle of it and I said, Hey, I'm probably not going to make it through the whole year. I really want to push my music. And it was kind of a good time for me to get moving on it, you know, like doing it full time. Correct. And, correct. And, yeah. And so he was super supportive. Was, yeah. I understand that. Do what you got to do. And, you know, and, you know, it's and teach it. I just want to ask one more question about teaching, especially oh, yeah. science. And you have to do all those experiments. Yeah, it was a lot of lab work, uh, but I thought it was really interesting. I don't think I could have taught English or something. <laughs> See, I know. And I guess there's something with that because I'm like totally the language arts, English and then yeah. science. I was no good in science, except when it comes to meteorology and anything to do with tides and currents and water and fishing. Then uh-huh. a little science comes in there. But anyway, right. <laughs> so moving on. So you started off the music career and how did you start generating your shows? I know you played with the Carnival Cruise Lines also. Yeah. So that's kind of what kicked it off for me. Like as far as, um, 
uh, kind of growing my network. Like our, our, I started my Facebook band, band page. I think I had like 300 likes on it before I went to go work for Carnival. And in those two years, I got up to like 3,500, uh, just meeting people and playing for them and stuff like that. So that kind of built, like that kind of gave me that start, that small little fan base. And then when I got, I met my manager and my business partner for the band on cruise ships. And awesome. Yeah. So I just moved to San Antonio. I said, well, he lives here. So I moved 10 minutes away from him. And uh, we've been working on it for like the last five and a half years or so. I love how stories like that come together. And I guess in playing consistently too, you were able to, you know, practice with your craft and, and perfect things a little more. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a fast forward lesson in guitar playing, singing music. I mean, I think I was playing like well over like a thousand songs. It was all requests that I was doing in my bar every night on the ship. And so I got really, really well-versed in country music, which was my goal when going on ships, uh -huh. you know, I wanted to learn more, more music. And, uh, so that served its purpose. And I, I was there for two and a half years and I kind of got the feeling like, all right, I think I did all I can do here. It was a great time. And, uh, it's time to start doing our own music or start pushing the band, start, you know, building that band part of it. So right. It's been a, it's been a long process, but you know, we're grinding, we're moving. And so have you consistently had the same members in your band? No, no, we've, we've gone through a lot of members in the last five years, this is, you know, things that like one big change or pretty much changed out the whole band was when we started traveling We signed with our booking agency, Seventh planet. And, uh, Kelly's been real good about trying to get us to grow out of San Antonio. Cause we were just uh -huh. playing here for the first few years. And, um, so when we had to start traveling, of course we had guys that had full-time job, full-time jobs in San Antonio. You know how that goes? Like, I can't really travel as much anymore. So right. things like that happen, you know, jobs and <clears throat> life changes and that kind of thing. Right. You know? And so well, let's look at some of your radio releases. I know one that we talked about on Texas on tap was I'm just not that strong. And, uh, and that was also like featured song of the week on the Texas country music chart. When you, re when you released that one, when we first released it. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's good. I mean, it's like, I think your music is getting a, a lot of ear attention and listening. So, and you songwrite as well. Yes. Yes. I do the majority of the songwriting lately. I've been doing more songwriting sessions with a few other people that I kind of really jive with. Well, like our new producer, him and I write together a lot now and it's just made the songs that much better. Yes. You know? And that, yes, that's good. Cause when yeah. you can get to that point to where you grow a little bit and start pulling other people in another great mm -hmm. song you had out to radio was the next big show. So tell me a little bit. That's a great, that's a great song. Your voice oh, is just so yeah. amazing on that one. Thank you. Um, yeah, I wrote that one. And that one was about um, my first acoustic gig down in Edinburgh. It was my first year teaching. I quit with them. I quit the mariachi group I was with. I'd been with them for 10 years. Uh -huh. And uh, I said, I kind of want to push country music. I always liked country. And my first year teaching, it was like a Monday night. And so I wrote that song based on that experience. Like there was five of us in the bar Monday night and uh, I wasn't getting paid for it. I was just doing it just to play. And so that's what the next big show is about. It's just the constant process or the constant growth that you're trying to get. Right. And so yeah. it's kind of writing. I wrote that song, like probably before I moved to San Antonio and it's been kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think like, it's just been absolutely. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, you know, like it just, uh, this, it's just a song that keeps proving itself. Right. That next, next, that next show, that's a little bit bigger than the last one, you know, totally. Laughed and looked down on Never gonna do it, son You don't walk the wall You might as well quit and go back home The first one had 
And that was, of course, the title cut to the album that you had also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time we, so we recorded that full album and we actually used the band members on that album. I mean, we were maybe like a year into the project. I had just moved to San Antonio. And so we, that was interesting because we spent about two months rehearsing the entire album, all the songs that I had written and just creating arrangements for them and all that. I'm forever, forever grateful to, to that group of guys for that, for all that work to take. And we went wow. in and recorded this album, like in two days. He did a yeah. fantastic job on that one. Hey guys, producer Kyle here. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the Texas music fan in your life, you've got to check out more than music creations. More Than Music teams up with Texas bands and artists like Randy Rogers Band, The Wilder Blue, Pat Green, Bree Bagwell, and Jade Marie Patek to create unique handcrafted jewelry that's inspired by that artist's music and made with their own used guitar strings. A portion of each sale goes to giving kids in the Central Texas foster care system the gift of music through mentoring and private lessons. To check out the full collection of this one-of-a-kind jewelry, visit www.morethanmusiccreations.com. Now back to the show. Another powerful song that you have that is just so pure in your voice and the story on it is tonight. I went to church. I went to church. That's my, that's still my favorite. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So I always so, tell the story live. Um, it's about, I always ded- dedicate that song to my mom because she always knew that I wanted to do the band thing eventually. And she passed away the month that we went into rehearsals for the band oh. that same month. Well, like we started in January of that year when I, I moved here a few months before and then that February 3rd, she passed away. And so she never got to see me play with a band, but she was always really supportive of me. Like when I, when I quit teaching, it was a big conversation because my dad was not happy about it. My I bet. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, my mom was, she was always the one that was like, Jerry, you're only going to live once. Just do it. Just try it. That's Worst right. That happens is you go back to teaching. Right. Worst That's exactly right. Right back where you started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So tonight I went to church. It, it, that, that song is, I, I think about her every time I sing that song. Alone in some little town Different dive, same old Wednesday crowd There is sat the end of the bar Gray hair loose, half-smoked cigar He said, I felt what you're feeling right now Okay, now let's get to your current release. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, JR, she drinks Merlot. 
That is just such an epic song. It is such in my wheelhouse. I mean, we previewed it on Texas on Tap, and it's like the sunshine and tequila. She's dancing. Yeah. It's bourbon. And see, that's the thing. It's like, and we have a question we ask at the end of every podcast, which we'll get to. But there's a lot of times I'll ask the question, it's if you were a cocktail, what would you be? And like for the girls, it's kind of like, well, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Like exactly. if I was asked that, that's exactly what I would say. And when this song hit and I previewed it, I was like, oh, heavens, are you kidding me? that's awesome i love it i love it i love it that women are relating to it i think it's like a powerful i i felt i mean what grabbed me with the chorus was exactly that i don't think there's enough songs out there like that kind of um promote women right it seems like there's more about like i'm gonna slash his tires and do that kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) instead of like uh this happened you know the song is about when she drinks Merlot, she thinks about him letting her go. Right. But right. talking about that one thing, like women have all these women are so complex. And, and I felt like this was such a powerful, positive song, even though it's kind of sad, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. I love singing it as a man. I love singing it and seeing women relate to it. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. Because you just, I mean, and it's so true. I mean, it's so true. And yeah. Yeah. Him letting her go. She drinks some Merlot and it's just, I mean, such a great song. So it's charting. Have you been out to a lot of radio stations promoting it? Uh, we've done a couple of them. We've done, we've done a few um, and we're just, I mean, it's only on the third week out. So yeah, we're planning on doing as many as we can and aligning them with our band schedule as well as much as possible. Rain a classy little corner bar. She can see that for very long. Without someone invited attention. She can get the best of I'm seeing, I'm seeing it move. And of course I'm going to keep up with it. Cause I'm just really like, I really look for some really great things coming from your music. And mm-hmm. I, and I know that you've also shared the stage and you've opened for a lot of people like Randy Rogers and Clay Walker, Creed Fisher, Josh mm-hmm. Abbott band. And uh, one in particular I saw on your list was JB and the moonshine band. <laughs> yeah. Have you talked to those guys lately? No, I haven't. I mean, no. uh, his, his fiddle player, is is now or the guy who's playing fiddle with him then so we did that show like three months into having the band it was like one of our first shows that we did as a full band i don't even know how we got that gig to be honest with you man <laughs> he he's, yeah do you remember where the show was yes it was a i don't know if it exists anymore but it was a place called conway's in new Braunfels. okay all right okay yeah. so yeah they were I, I i just say that because <clears throat> their name just i saw where a single popped up that they released. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like nosing around. I'm trying to figure this out. So JB, you know, we need to, we need to catch back up because I love those guys and their shows are phenomenal. But anyway, so back to you. So what kind of, um, is your, is your calendar filling up? Oh, big time. Yes. Yes. We're, 
focusing more on keeping the band busy and being more on the road as much as we can. And so that's been really good for us. Like last, literally August, September of last year, I spoke with our booking agent, Kelly. And it's like, I feel like we need to get into that realm. I was doing a lot of acoustic shows then. And I said, so I think I need to kind of get away from that and really, really push the band, like make that the, like, that's what we do is the band show. Like the acoustic stuff is kind of on the side, you know, right. But when the opportunity presents itself and it's been really, really good. It's worked out really well. We stayed super busy. It's like, once we made that mental decision, like, this is what we're going to do. It almost just happened immediately. Like we just started, I think we played like, it's like August, September. And then like October, we had like 10 shows, which is the most that we had played. I'd played with the band in, in one month, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's a little light in January, February, all the time, you know, because of the weather. Sure, sure. But, but yeah, it's been really good. I mean, it's our booking agency is really to credit for that. She's been really, really helping us with the growth. Well, that that that's good. I look to see you playing everywhere. I look to see your name everywhere. And so let's talk about future endeavors as far as an album release or an EP release. Any Anything in the works for that for you? So we, right now I'm focusing on just releasing, we kind of uh, had this conversation with our new producer, Mike Damon, and I kind of decided that it'd probably be best to just release one single, like every Mm -hmm. few months. Yes. Yeah. So because of, uh, I don't, you know, like with, we have like 10 songs lined up and I'm like in love with all of them. I like them all. It's so so hard. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to burn three or four songs on an album that nobody's going to listen to, you know, like I'm afraid of that. So I'd rather release one. We kind of said, well, we'll start with Merlot as our first one. And so we signed with him to do 10, a, ten, a full album, right? But we're going to release one every three months is what we're going to do. And just try to just that consistency of one song every 12 weeks or so. So we have the next one that we already have ready. So Merlot, January 1st. And sometime uh, April 1st is a goal for the, like kind of a, uh, a single that we're not going to push to radio, but we're going to, you know, we play a live already. Uh-huh. And then our next radio single three months after that. And so we're just right. going to kind of keep that, you know, my goal is just to stay consistent with the releases. From and here on that's, forth. that's it. And you know? what you're doing, so many other artists are doing, but that keyword that yeah. you just said is consistency. That's, that is. Yes. So yes. very, very important. So when yeah. you're not, I mean, I know you've got yourself, you know, you're really committed to this music full time, but what are your hobbies? What do you like to do outside of music? Pretty much, I'm, I'm in the gym a lot, and um, I, that's pretty much it. I hang out with a few buddies, you know, pretty consistently. My my uh, manager is also one of my best friends. I was with him the other night, and so we live right next to each, right, real close to each other. And it's pretty. But I'll be honest with you, right now we're at a point where I feel like music is on my mind like 24 hours a day, and it kind of needs to be, you yes. know. So that that really is my priority. Like I tell everybody, like where I live in San Antonio, I, I live on the north side. And if I'm not playing or I'm not on the road, I stay in my little bubble. Like it's literally my place, the gym and H-E-B. Like, uh-huh. what I do. <laughs> you know, and I'm doing music all the time. So right now my head is pretty much on that. Well, that sounds like a wonderful plan. Well, we look for good things. Anything else um, that you want to cover before we get off of here and wrap it up? I just want to tell you, thank you for such a short notice for us reaching out. But when the Merlot song came out, it was like, okay, I'm done, Kyle. I have to have JR on the podcast. No, thank you. It was perfect. I was like, yes, this is, this is perfect. <laughs> Yay, we love it. Well, one last question. If you were a cocktail, what would you be? Uh, I would be a crown royal on the rocks. <laughs> okay. Good. 
<laughs> there you go. All right. Well, again, thank you so much. We'll be following along with what's going on. Keep us in touch. We'll be in touch and good luck on everything. I know you're going to do great and we're going to keep following. She drinks Merlot. I'm sure it's going to go up the charts. And again, thank you so much, JR, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. So please help us get the word out. We'll see you next time on Texas Toast. I dare to say well, You can go to hell Hell, I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home Well, take away these city lights Put me on a one-way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight Just consider me My southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, all this cowboy hat, all the way.